entertainment, sports, culture. This is Raleigh Co. Radio, podcast presented by Raleigh and Company. Welcome to this week's edition of Spooning with Dimitri. I am the aforementioned Dimitri, and this week we have a, a little bit of a different show for you. Rather than talk to a restaurateur or a food trucker or a uh, chef, I wanted to talk to a fellow food admirer. So my guest this week is Art Shepard. He runs uh, the Wandering Shepherd blog. You can follow him on Twitter at the letters RU Wandering. Uh, and uh, Art is really totally immersed in the food truck scene, knows, seems to know everything that is going on with rodeos, meetups, the newest trucks, all that kind of stuff. And he doesn't come from a uh, from an extensive culinary background. So in this episode, we talk a little bit about how his love of food and food trucks developed, uh, some of his professional background that gave him a real appreciation for chefs, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I have some... Um, I'm not going to call it unfortunate news, but uh, some news about the future of the show uh, coming up at the end. Uh, just sort of the the way that this new schedule uh, is going to work in order to get episodes up. So do stick around when this is over. But for now, sit back and enjoy this chat with Art Shepard uh, from the Wandering Shepherd blog on Spooning with Dimitri. So how do you uh, how do you describe yourself? Do you describe yourself as a just a blogger? Do you describe yourself as a critic? Oh no, definitely not a critic. Yeah, I, I you know I, I kind of you know that's like the first thing people say when you're writing a food truck blog. First thing they say is like, so uh, do you create your critic trucks? Uh, you know, do you do um, what do you do? Like you review them? And I, I want to stay away from that. Right. I'm, I'm a positive person, ninety nine percent of the time, and so. I want to be kind of their promoter. I call it like the the male cheerleader, you know, to, to really kind of like, you know, promote the scene and promote these businesses because yeah. of who they are. Yeah, you know, you know I, I always say the same thing about this show. It's not, and I'm sort of different. I don't mind being negative. I mean, making a living in comedy for so long, you know, that's part of yeah. I mean, what that's you the, the, yeah. But, but I also don't want to do like Greg Cox is. Yeah, he's a great guy, and he goes through like he does more more work on not being found out than he does actually eating and enjoying restaurants. Yeah, that seems like I don't want to say a waste of time, but that seems like that would take the joy out of doing this. Yeah, uh, it's, it's funny. We were talk, just talking about Greg Cox. Uh, I was talking to another food truck, and um, 
and I respect Greg Cox because yeah. you know he's a professional about it. Right. You know he you know he probably has like some sort of scorecard or or some sort of process that he does and 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 knows what to look for mm-hmm. and it seems like he knows what 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 food is. Yeah. And then you got kind of like the other kind of group of people that basically will go on a message board or some sort of site and just say, you know, I didn't like it because yada yada yada, and you know. A lot of times when we do critiques on ourselves, and I take this from um, something I learned when I was an intern at Disney, mm-hmm. is um, you don't know what somebody's gone through before they got to your establishment. Right. You know, if you know people are flying from Disney, you know Disney, you know down to Orlando, or maybe they're driving, maybe they went through a storm, maybe. Um, they, uh, you know, their bags got laid, you know, maybe their mom called them right before they took off or when they landed and gave them bad news. Yeah. And so they have like all this like kind of like baggage on them as they're coming in, you know, coming in and arriving. And this is what you would tell yourself to make up for why people would say Animal Kingdom sucks. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I mean, it couldn't possibly be that Animal Kingdom actually sucks. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> how could you not like, you know, the happiest place on earth right. type thing. And so, you know, as like as as a cast member, you kind of like had to like realize, OK, Someone's having a bad day for another reason sure. than what's going on, and you try to like rectify that or kind of like take the approach from there. And so that's what like I kind of think of as far as like when I you know approach a food truck or when I'm eating food or, or just in, in you know just life in general. It's just like we don't know what the full story is. You right. only know what the things are going on right now. Yeah. So so how did the uh, the interest or and by the way I'm sorry for the lack of air conditioning in here. Oh, that's fine. No, uh, I'm good. The uh, so where did the interest stand, not only the interest in food trucks but this desire to be a part of the community without actually being part of the community if that makes any sense where, where did that desire come from no i think you know i still think you know sometimes i'm outside the community yeah. even though um you know i've been adopted by many food trucks as like as one of their own and stuff but it's it's um you know what type of voice do i really have to say because i don't you know deal with the nine to five mm. you know the daily or not the nine to five is like really under understating the, the hours that they work but um the you know the the stuff that they kind of go through and it's and um Shoot, I just lost my. Train <laughs> um, so with you not dealing, yeah, with me not being with the with the truck, uh, uh, with the trucks, and how do I how do I get about it? I, I really enjoy the food. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I I kind of uh, matured into what people call a foodie, yeah, um, yeah. someone who appreciates food, and, um, and and at first it was just kind of like one of these type of things. It's just like, hey, I'm just gonna write about food, you know, food trucks, or, or tweet about them, or, or, or Facebook, you know, say, hey, I enjoyed it, just like a normal sure. fan would have. And um, as I kind of like got behind and started saying, you know, really kind of like, you know, this is a, a you know a great um, great atmosphere and a great environment, and it's you know they're doing great cuisine. You know, some of the owners came and said, you know, I really appreciate what you're what you're doing and and kind of uh, and highlighting us in a sense. And and I think at one day I just said, you know what, I'm just going to write about my, you know, my taking my blogging hobby mm-hmm. and just doing on food trucks and then um, getting into all the different aspects that get involved, you know, talking about the food, talking about the new trucks that are coming in. Um, I try to want to be kind of like the the go between as far as like, you know, Talking to business owners as well as talking to to fans, consumers, yeah, and kind of getting everybody together in the same room. Yeah, I mean, it's not hard to see why people that have trucks then gravitate towards you because you know it's it's so different from owning a brick and mortar location in that you know with brick and mortar there is a, at least an element of um, the the food will serve as its own ambassador. Whereas with a food truck, you really, I mean, like. Am- ambassador and chef is like a 50 50 proposition there yeah yeah so you start the blog when um 
I think we're um, running on the this is the, the fourth year I'm working on right now, so I've been okay. doing it for three years. Um, and I think the last two is when I really started doing just food trucks yeah. exclusively. Because that, that first year, you know, when you're writing, you know, I'll tell this to any blogger out there, um, the first year, just kind of go out, just just write, you mm-hmm. know. And I think that's what they tell you in like middle school is like, just write. Just right. write until your hand falls off and, and, and whatnot. Because um, if you sit there on day one and say, this is what my blog is going to be about, um, you'll find out that you're just going to... Um, you're gonna you're gonna mutate into something yeah. differently, and um, and that's what happened basically. You know, I was writing about traveling because a, a friend of mine says, "Hey, you travel a lot, you know, for for fun. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just write about a travel blog?" And I was like, "Okay, I'll do that." And then, um, and then the food truck scene was kind of like just kind of coming about, like it was kind of going through what I call like another tier right. of um of of growing within the area, and we were starting to get like these chefs that are starting to do this like kind of um getting away from the brick and mortar mm-hmm. um being the executive chef for some of our great restaurants and doing their own concept as a food truck so i, I was like you know what i'd rather just write about them you know they're taking a risk um writing about their story and um and just really capturing that moment yeah so as you are going through this so then let's see if the truck is or if the blog is in its fourth year right now so i guess what 11 you really kicked it up um 2012 we have sort of the the battle for a little more freedom for food trucks in white county what was what was the tipping point in your mind of when food trucks become this major pop culture thing this major social um uh uh what's the word i'm looking for like magnet like you know a food truck rodeo could really bring people out now in the triangle yeah that's the thing it's like you know food trucks have been around for a while here and 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 mostly they were in durham right i think when when raleigh and wake county said you know they released their kind of like their rules and Mm -hmm. said hey we're gonna have a food truck uh food trucks in this in this county and then um I think the, the downtown Raleigh food truck rodeo really kind of uh, put a put a, like a stamp on it in yeah. a sense because here you have Fayetteville Street, you know, four or five blocks deep, and you have food trucks just lined up like a festival. Right, and you know we have also uh, an environment and a community that we're trying to bring people back downtown and, and show the vibrancy that downtown downtowns have. I think that's what kind of, you know, brought it in. And then last year we had, you know, the town of Cary do their first food truck rodeo. Mm-hmm. And then um, one showing up in Wake Forest and Garner as well. And then you're seeing this year that you're seeing they're starting to expand. Like Wake Forest has more than one going on during the whole year. Um, Garner's going to have like two events this year, mm-hmm. I heard, um, as well as um, Cary, I think, has like three rodeos. So wow. you're starting to see like the cities um, in, in the, the downtown, the central feeling of it um, growing into that, uh, you know, to embracing, you know, food trucks from that standpoint. Yeah. And, you know, what's weird about the the Raleigh, the downtown Raleigh food truck rodeo is like you're as a fan of not even food trucks, as a fan of food. Yeah. You're happy that it's successful. But. If you're someone like you or me that also go to the Durham events and to, you know, the the not even like fully organized events, but when two or three trucks are out in Chapel yeah. Hill somewhere, uh, the the Raleigh rodeo is almost too successful. Now, like, you know, two hours for one to wait on one truck is almost, you know, I don't want to say you don't want to do it, but th- that to me, like, it sucks out the what's supposed to be fun about a food truck rodeo. Yeah. And, and you know, the what I kind of describe with those is the is that that's Lollapalooza. You know, you're <laughs> right. not really going really for the food in a sense. You're you're going there for the environment. Yeah. You're, you're bringing your friends out. You know, you're you're sitting at a table on Fayetteville Street. It's a beautiful day, and and just just get into the environment. Um, I, I know it's the biggest gripe I hear about people when they go to rodeos, but I also kind of challenge them in a sense is like, hey, don't just go to the rodeo. 
patios. Yeah. You know, we have a great craft beer scene around here where um, trucks are showing up at breweries mm. on a daily basis. And it's those dates that kind of make or break them. I mean, a rodeo will kind of like fill the coffers for a couple days. Sure. But... You know, it's these breweries that they're grinding out on a day-to-day basis. You know, the corporate parks that they're showing up at. Uh, now, apartment buildings are starting to get into it. And I think Marriott's also kind of getting in well, as well. You know, I mean, in RTP, you know, there's the breakfast rodeo. Was it every Thursday? Yeah, that. Um, I, I'm not sure how that uh, if that's or coming still about again. But yeah, yeah they used they had the, the the breakfast rodeo. You know, it's it's kind of like they're they're expanding into different little areas, and those are the ones that kind of like I said, make or break. Because right. um, if a rodeo is not for another month or so, so and you got to pay rent or yeah. you yeah. know you got to buy the food, it's like well, if you don't have the cash, you can't do it. You know. Yeah. So what are so how much do you, then do you keep up with uh, trucks in other areas whether it's outside of raleigh or even outside of north carolina altogether how much are you interested in like whatever the trend is or just uh, you know like like down in columbia south carolina they have that too fat to fly yeah stuffed wings that it just sort of became this weird national obsession yeah and and, and, and good for them they have like that backing of uh i think it's on oprah's network right. that, that's basically kind of pushing that through um i i do try to get um, stay within the the North Carolina area okay. just because it's easier to see because yeah, I like yeah. to see it with my own eyes. Um, so I do go to Greensboro every now and then or, or the Triad area as well as um, last uh, about two weeks ago I was down in Charlotte okay. for the uh, Charlotte food fight uh-huh. which is a year that they've been doing for three years um, where they have like 10 to 15 trucks kind of compete and um and they're basically raising money for the Relay for Life in, in the Charlotte area. Yeah. So I try to f- follow that as far as, you know, uh, North Carolina. Um, last year I was at Rome, which is a national food truck conference. It's the only uh, trade conference that they have so far. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went out there, talked to a f- couple of food truck owners, kind of see how their environment is, is different from ours. Right. Um, and I was, well, I think, one of the only blogger out there other than um, like Food Trucks In and Mobile, uh, Mobile Cuisine, which are two online publications or sites, and Roaming Hunger as well. Yeah. So... So what is so? Let's get uh, beyond food trucks a little bit. What's your nine to five every day? Uh, I'm an accountant. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, sitting there on Excel, grinding out. You got to have some sort of. Uh, you got to have some sort of creative outlet. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of think of myself as I like, got like all these kind of like abilities or talents that I could do, and it's like so that that one kind of deals with like the 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 the, uh, the nerd side of the brain, sure. you know, with the numbers <laughs> and stuff. But um, but when I get home, man, I just uh, pop open the laptop. Uh, I'm sitting on there. Um, writing, trying to be as creative as possible, mm-hmm. kind of tell the story, because um, that's the only thing I can do. I mean, if I if I sit there and just grind out, you know, different uh, I want to say stories, but news things, it's yeah. like anybody can do that. It's more of like, hey, how can I kind of like put some artistry into it and paint right. this, this this portrait or or painting of um, the food truck industry in this area and really talk about. I call them like culinary scientists or culinary mad scientists or artists and stuff like that. Um, and to, to I like really want to tell their story and, yeah. and, and their struggles. So do you then try and get um, do you try and get the trucks to come out to your firm? Do you talk with uh, I don't know if you have boss or not, but do you talk with bosses about this is good? Because one of the things I think that's always lost on people um, about food trucks and this is people that maybe they don't know a ton about food trucks. I mean, I have a guy I work with here that I'm a good friend with that. Still believes, oh, if it's coming off a truck, it must be dirty and unsanitary. Yeah. I mean, I don't think people realize what a great way of bringing everyone together, even a single food food truck, can be. Yeah, and um, I am trying to work on that with the, with work and and stuff, and just kind of going through um, some of the I, I would say the, the the tape, you know, that that goes <laughs> yeah. on with it and stuff. Of course, but um, but I, I am kind of thinking about that. Um, but yeah, the the whole thing about the dirty thing, um, I. I, I can't believe it. I mean, in a sense, I mean, because, um, like I said, most of them, 
you know, and it's it, it could be a general statement to say all food trucks are dirty or all food, uh, food right. trucks are clean, but you know, most of them are chefs at executive exactly. restaurants. Exactly, and I think that it's it, part of it, at least down here. Yeah, uh, and when I say down here, I mean North Carolina on down. Yes, the only experience we had with food trucks for so long was the state fair, where yes. everything's fucking dirty. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, everything is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That is, that, you know, it, that's exactly it. It's like they think of like, um, you know, the Roach Coach, you know, which <laughs> yeah. was like, which was my first food truck experience as a kid. You know, I, I was at summer camp at um at, in a park down in South Florida, and uh, the the little lunchbox truck would show up with like the sandwiches wrapped up right. in saran wrap, and like you know the cokes on ice, and like I'd eat corn dogs and 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 I think maybe chicken nuggets. I'm not, I can't remember, <laughs> but that was all I used to eat when I was a kid, and um and that's what we thought were food trucks in a sense and I, I think that's what happened when um you know i went to this uh, event in uh, in durham there was mm-hmm. a dome and banquet for seeds uh kokiu was there and uh he's making this taco and it's a uh, it was tofu in it mm-hmm. and i i i'm a you know i'll eat meat you know so till the day that you know is over i would never think of eating tofu and i ate that thing and i was like this is this is this is awesome like yeah you know you know, this is coming off the truck, right? You know, and and that's what I try to tell people. It's like you're getting something that's really, you know, you know, it's not fine dining. Like you're not going to get a tablecloth and like the you know the twenty pieces of silverware and like the um, the napkin and stuff. But it's not like your McDonald's, like you know, right. dropping a bag. I, I like to say, hey, this is closer more like Chipotle, Panera, mm-hmm. you know, the more fast casual type places um, because they're they're putting quality ingredients in there. And it's in that kind of same speed and kind of uh, uh, nutrition, I guess, in a sense. Yeah, it's um, and that and that's a really good point. Not only in terms of the freshness and the way things are prepared, but there's also, you know, there's no printed menu. I mean, the menu of most of these places is a chalkboard, so yes. there is that chance to uh, try something. And even if it fails, like you you got the one chance to try it. Yes, right. Um, I I like that. Excuse me. I like that a lot about uh, food trucks. Um, to me, that's the appeal. If I could eat food truck at a food truck all the time, I really, really would. Yes. Doesn't mean I don't like the you know sit down, yeah, casual place. But it's just there's so little room on a truck, and because of the laws, so much has to be like you have to be so efficient with what you actually do on the truck. Last night for Mother's Day, I'm not going to say the name of the restaurant, uh, but on a gamble, my wife loves Italian food. On a gamble, we went to a place on uh, Six Forks. Might be the worst Italian food I've ever had in my life, and, and I don't, I don't feel like there is room for that lack of quality in the food truck world, right? Right, because there's not a million other food trucks just opening up a can of Hunt spaghetti sauce. Exactly. Yeah, and and I think that, you know, in a sense, if 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 you're going down that route, you know, people call you out, you know, in this mm-hmm. foodie, this foodie, um, this environment that we have. So, um, but I think what you with you know, if you start seeing the menus and stuff, you know, people are using like you had cockadoo moo was like one of your last right. episodes. They're going to Walkhead Farms. They're going mm-hmm. to um, uh, Heritage, and they're grabbing like the best ingredients. Right. I, I think one time Doug was telling me at, uh, he was using the same burger as Shake Shack, which mm-hmm. is like a you know that huge yeah up in New York um, yeah up in New York. And I just I can't you know I, I wish people would know this more you yeah. know what they're using because in a, but they don't because they just look at the truck and they said oh it's dirty yeah or, exactly it, you know it, they exactly. don't, that's I, I tell <laughs> people all the time like if you have that attitude of off of a truck it must be dirty you're yeah. gonna miss the best pizza in the triangle because yes. it's pie pushers hands down yes yes at definitely. least in my mind it's pie yeah. pushers hands down <laughs> well there's only one really pizza <laughs> truck in the area too so I mean yeah it, but it, I mean but, I would put them up against any pizza place oh I agree area. I agree I mean they're using again they highlight you know firsthand farm uh, mm-hmm. firsthand farms and things is on there um 
they uh, they they talk about the farms that they're using and their food. And I mean, and, and the ingredients that they're using, it's just like, oh my god, I'd never thought of putting that on a pizza. Yeah. And then when you taste it, you're like, oh my god, this is damn good. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like, where where have you been all my life? You know. <laughs> so as a guy that uh, is you know has been adopted into the community, and you're a real advocate yes. for food trucks. When you hear about a truck opening up that is a little bit off, uh, it's just a little bit left of center in terms of the idea. Right. Is your first thought always, I can't wait to try it? Or as part of this community, is there ever a, I don't know if they're going to make it. Boy, I really hope that works out better than I'm expecting it will. You know, I, that, you know, I think it's with everything in yeah. a sense. You know, you want, and the thing is, like, I think I always say that to every truck is mm-hmm. like, man, I hope they make it because there are so many different variables with a food truck. Right. Um, and a lot of times when you hear the failures, it's basically it's a domino effect of things. Yeah. You know, uh, a key member of the of the uh, of the truck basically gets sick or gets hurt and they're off. And then basically it's like, well, we can't get anywhere or um, you have an engine issue and you can't, rep- you, rep- <laughs> you know, you replace yeah. that engine or, or repair it. You know, you're out. It's it's like all these different things that kind of go um, go down. So um, I'm always, you know, voting for you know hoping for the best and 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 really trying to put push them along and stuff and uh and like kind of the new ones that are like not really out there you know i i had to go out there and try them out to see yeah. what, what it is because it's you know that's kind of like the fun part of it mm-hmm. of as well is uh, the exploration the you know trying out something new and then um you know, it's kind of funny though too. In that regards, is like you 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 find a truck that you like, and it's like, oh my god, why aren't people trying this? Yeah, exactly. And then somebody who's got maybe a little bit more influence than I do goes, "You gotta try this truck." And all of a sudden, like <laughs> everyone's like, "Oh yeah, that's the best truck ever." Or I'm gonna go out there and do it. And you're like, "I've been yelling about this for like years," I know. and you're get, and you're finally going there now. So it's just uh, it, it's kind of you know funny in that regards. But um, but I, I mean, that's what I try to do is I try to highlight every single one of them because you know everybody's got a, a story to tell. Sure. Or a cuisine or sell. Yeah. So you know, it, it's funny what you were saying about uh, how these little dominoes can add up to a major uh, failure. The first food truck episode I did uh, was with Nate from Cherba Cherba. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just him telling me that, out, you know, when you get in the kitchen, there, there are ways you learn to behave in a kitchen to command respect, to get people to work with you, all that kind of stuff. But he said, you know, it wasn't really until you get into the food truck game that you really learn the importance of not feeling bad about sometimes having to be an asshole. You know, yes. that, you know that's my that's my plug. That's, yes. You know, and, and making sure you get the flattest spot and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and that's not to say these guys are all bad people. In fact, everyone I've ever talked to has been uh, super, not only super nice, but super encouraging of other people getting into the business. Yes. Um, it's, it's just a weird, uh, I think it speaks to the community aspect of food trucks that they can be that way with each other. Yeah. And then when the, when the event is over, it's over. Yeah. And that's the, the, the funny thing I've, I've, what I've learned about food, the food truck community is, is everybody is supportive. Right. You know, in most areas, when you get into that competition or, or being in the corporate you know, mm-hmm. environment is like, one you know one hand they're like shaking your hand the other one they got a, like the, the knife ready to to, <laughs> yeah. to, to to pounce on you and 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 here it's like they almost like it's not like one hand shaking your hand it's like more like both hands are hugging you mm-hmm. in a sense and and i've heard so many countless times that like a truck comes in and uh you know generators out and it's like the you know the other guy's like hey here's a backup generator that i had with me right or um you know, oh man, I forgot to bring plates. Oh, here I got a bunch of plates here that you can use. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, at you know, most people or you would think in a, in a cutthroat business is like, oh, you forgot your plates. Sorry, buddy, you're out. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like you're gonna eat the, the the gas cost that you took all the way out here and the and the um the labor. So, yeah. 
But um, and it's funny that you say that about the whole um, you know, with Nate and the and the and the crew of a food truck. You know, being somebody who's not really in the um in the food industry, mm-hmm. you know, I've I've seen a little bit. Have you bit. ever been? By the way? Um, I was uh when I in her intern at Disney, uh-huh. I was in uh back of that well I was in the front of the house um, doing like hosting capabilities but I got to work in the back of the house uh-huh. um, again using the accounting skills sure. working on like uh, you know processing checks and, uh-huh. and, and bills and stuff like that um, for all the, the servers I got a chance to like get back there and hear things from chefs and stuff like yeah. that but it was it, it was now we're I gonna guess, put a pin in that because I do want to come back to that experience. yeah but um, uh, working in the in the in the um, you know working in that uh, area where I got to see kind of like working with the chefs or, or seeing how chefs work, it's like it's kind of cool. Like it's almost in like an armed forces type of way, where mm. it's like chef, um, this is what tickets we have. You know, we got we got <laughs> yeah. four of these all day and and stuff. And you're just like, oh man, this is you know this is really kind of cool in a sense because there's there is respect for whoever's kind of leading the whole thing, and um and and things just kind of like move in, in this like uh, like an engine of some sort. You know, each one's got like this 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 role and this responsibility and duty to do. And um and and you're right they are like really sp- specific on certain things like you know if your if your truck's on an on an angle like yeah. you're basically like serving you know sliders everything because everything's <laughs> sliding off you right. know basically <laughs> I, hope, I hope everyone that came out today wanted toast yeah that's, exactly that's the only thing that's gonna be <laughs> yeah. flawless <laughs> yeah and if you're making eggs you know could you imagine like you know putting that on a flat top it's right. just like your eggs are gonna run they're all runny basically <laughs> yeah so <laughs> all right so let's talk about uh you working uh for Disney how long did you I assume you went college program right? yeah I was yeah. I was an intern I, I worked uh, four or five months ago um back in the fall 2000 um i worked at cinderella's royal table uh-huh. um started out as a host like the first day you know seating people and then so when they come to you with that uniform yeah what is your first thought i mean like obviously you know what you're getting into if yeah you know yeah, yeah. um you're like wow, you yeah. know the sense. So I, mean, I really do have to wear this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I had like this white button down. I had like this this ascot with like a a jewel and uh, the knickers. Is and it then, as uncomfortable as it looks? Um, no, it was it wasn't too bad, I guess, yeah. in a sense. But um, the good thing is I was working in stores. Right, exactly. I mean, I, I'm originally from Florida, but what or, uh, Miami. Okay. So, um, but working in Orlando, uh-huh. which is basically in the middle of the state. It, it must be surrounded by swamps because yeah, of I mean, it yeah, it's like it, 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 the humidity is just it just sits there. It just like you you go outside and you just get like this like karate kick to the face of humidity. A, a couple of summers ago, I was down there. Uh, I'm in I'm in um, school online right now, actually for a hospitality degree. But cool. Uh, before I started, I went down to Orlando to visit UCF to see if I wanted to do it. Yeah, down there. And before. Um, my uh my interview on campus that day i went for a run that morning and you know you're running down uh do you know where the ucf yeah, uh, hospitality campus yeah. is down there on i drive yeah um you're running down um wait is it i drive yeah it's i drive right if, if, if i don't know where the hospitality the, the regular campus is out east like uh, uh the the hospitality campus is across from the orange county convention center okay cool yeah so uh, yeah i drive would yeah, be right there yeah okay so you're running down i drive and it's uh, sidewalk all the way because obviously a lot of people do this. Yeah. But maybe every 500 feet there are gigantic signs that say alligators and other monsters live in Florida. I mean, so it's like you are constantly reminded I am surrounded by a swamp. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you okay? So you are working at Cinderella's Royal Table. Mm-hmm. You start out as a uh, host and then you end up moving back of the house, like yeah, back of the yeah, house. Yeah. Yeah. Was um. 
you know, I don't know if you call it like back of the house or you know front of the house, but it was, or I, I sometimes call it middle of the house because <laughs> yeah, that's a good that's a good description for it. Yeah, because I, I dealt with like the servers, you know, because basically they would bring the, the credit card receipts or if mm. they had a cash transaction, like I was basically handling that because they had so much business kind of coming through there. But um, I mean, yeah, within like a month, I think I went from being seating people um, to basically. Um, what they called the assigner, which is basically, I would walk around with the headset and call tables as they was getting ready, you know, cleaning them up, you know, mm-hmm. to make sure we can kind of keep the the tables turning, um, wiping them down. Um, I haven't like, I, you know, you could tell this is a, this is my uh, physical prowess here. For maybe two days, I was like a stalk the, the stalker person. Yeah. They basically had to be there at, like at five in the morning and then till <laughs> two. Basically, making sure like ice was in the area, sure. um, you know, bringing things up from the uh, their fridges and stuff like that. And I think after the second or third day, they're like, maybe you would be better off in the front of the house type thing. <laughs> you know, this maybe this isn't for you. And because I, I think I was getting worked. I mean, I could yeah. feel like I, I come home after that and I just would just like just like lay it out on the couch and like this is this is nuts. Yeah. But I was doing it because you know I'm the type of person, and I think that's why I'm like really good at this food truck blogging thing is. Um, Wherever you guys want me, I'll be there. Right. You you ask me to do something, you know, I'll figure it out and 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 I'll use my talents as best I can to do it. Yeah. So so but, it sounds like that job then was kind of perfect for you because you're you sort of got like each talent was nurtured, if only for a little bit of time. Exactly. Was nurtured in a way that gave you a chance to see kind of the whole spectrum of that industry. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I didn't do was uh, actually prepare food or um, actually serve. Yeah. Because basically, as an intern, you you weren't allowed to make any extra money. Right. We're only going to give you like your six bucks hour at the time and that's it you know so were you then um were you then studied like thinking about a career in hospitality or was it just the opportunity to do the college program yeah well i wanted to do the college program because of um you know for some reason like i wanted to basically work at disney yeah i I can't you know describe it i mean you live in florida you go to like disney like i think like at least once a year right you know i haven't been there since i left florida Uh but um but yeah i wanted just to work there and then i started getting the hospitality business and um i was uh Finishing up my uh, my MBA and uh, where at? where uh, in Florida did you go to school? I went to Florida Atlantic University. Oh, okay. So uh, um, I'm at school at Florida International right now. As I understand it, we're rivals. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, you know uh, the Shula Bowl is the uh, the big uh, football game that they have. Um, is it? Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, for for us, for us, I mean, UM FSU, UF Florida, uh, FSU Florida. Those are like you know the the big games of the, right. you know the year. But uh, but yeah. Like, um, and I love it because I want you know I want to like, well, nurture so, that tradition. So you went, you were in school there. If you were the college program at two thousand, you have to be a junior, right, to do that. I, I don't know what the rules were back then, okay. but I but I was in grad school at the time. Oh, you were in grad just, school? Then. Yeah, I was in grad school okay, at the time. So then, Florida Atlantic, when you were going to school there, must have been like tiny. Yeah, or, not tiny, but I mean, like, yeah, there was had, no football team. There was no football there team. There was no. Uh, there were no Division One sports at all, right? Like it was. No, there was. We were. Um, we were one for everything else but football. Oh, okay. So basketball, I, I think maybe a year after, no, year before, I think, is we played we played Bama mm-hmm. um, in the uh, in the in the tournament. It was like the first time the oh, school right. had ever gone to go, get to go in the tournament um, for basketball. So, um, but yeah, we didn't get football until like I got back from uh, when I actually graduated um, with my MBA, and then I had like season tickets for a little bit while I was down yeah. there, just because I was down there. It, it was so funny when I started uh, this program with FIU online. One of the first things you kind of do is like a sort of history of FIU, yeah, sort of thing. And when I went to Alabama, you know that that founding date, that 1831, is stamped everywhere. And so yeah. when you start with Florida International, it's like founded in 1978. Like, yeah, Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like what? I'm barely younger than this school. Yeah, exactly. It's like that's like you what? Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I mean, it, it and it's it's a, it's a growing area down there. Um, you well, know. It's, if you went to Florida Atlantic, so that one's Boca Raton. Yes, that's I correct. mean, like you've always pretty much been maybe until you came here, you've always pretty much been in resort type areas that's or vac- correct. vacation destinations. Yeah, other than North Dakota, that's a whole different story. <laughs> <laughs> so, what was the what is sort of the 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 um, I guess the the timeline for you, like what brought you to Raleigh from North Dakota from Florida? Um, my life basically. Okay. Um, yeah, I went back to to Flor uh, to Florida Atlantic to basically get uh, my CPA license or mm-hmm. to get the courses to kind of get get ready for that. And so I met my wife down there, and then once she graduated in her program, she wanted to basically go someplace where she can kind of get into. Um, a, a corporate fitness center type area and okay. with all the kind of headquarters that we have here yeah there was an opportunity to come up here so she took a job here and then i kind of followed suit sure and so it, it was it was it was a growing experience to be here in a, in a sense too because what year um, did you come here oh man uh i want to say oh seven i think oh, okay. something like that um but uh but basically um you know i came here i was like man you know it's it's not small but it's not big yeah and it's kind of like right there in the middle and i think as i kind of like understood like the food culture that was here mm-hmm. and like knowing about like you know bringing food from the farms into the restaurants it's like man this is this is kind of a cool area right you know and it's like and it kind of was like that florida atlantic feeling again in a sense where um it's not a small school not a big school because i mean i did have an opportunity to go to florida mm-hmm. and i almost did but uh, just decided hey you know what let me go stay down closer to home at florida atlantic right. and whatnot and it kind of like that's how like raleigh felt in a sense to me too when i first got here is like there's opportunity to kind of like see kind of like something come about here. Well, yeah, and, and that's a that's a really good point. My wife and I got here in 05 when Durham had I mean, they, you know, they both towns in Chapel Hill too, of course. Yeah. Always had their cool local restaurants, but it yes. was just as big of a deal when you know, Nile Hanley opened something new on Glenwood at yeah. that time as it was that a new Applebee's was opening. You know, <laughs> I mean like so it was very cool to sort of watch the town and the and the triangle move away from oh another cheesecake factory yeah, Who cares? yeah exactly. you know, I mean, it, it's been really cool to watch that i think you came right as all that was started because this, for it seems like for the first couple of years there was a there was a lot of a new carabas opening on 15501 yeah and it's like you know and and, and and i'm glad that's kind of like the way it is because mm-hmm. um that's how i grew up is i didn't know local restaurants back at home yeah and, and part of that's also and i want to say i blame my parents but your parents drive you and maybe right. your 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 palates if like you're like oh, i just want chicken fingers you know you have to go where chicken fingers are well but, i mean uh, you know like we grew up like super different because my dad is a chef mm-hmm. but there there is that element of when dad's a chef and mom works in the restaurant with him you're eating a lot of mcdonald's because the last thing they want to do at night is cook or sit down in another restaurant where they cannot turn off yeah you know that brain's probably still on (laughs) like okay like that that uh that server didn't bring over the right utensils (laughs) you know what what what's uh didn't drizzle the right uh you know garnish or something like that it's like yeah i I could see that totally (laughs) my dad was the type if we were at his restaurant like when he would you know want us to come all eat there with him uh he would just sit if someone was not doing something right, if someone, you know, if one of us needed something and it just wasn't coming, he would just sit there and stew and stew and stew. <laughs> if we were in someone else's restaurant, he would like have no trouble, even if he didn't know these people, getting up, going behind the service station, getting what we needed to come in and sitting back down. Because that's just what you do when things aren't getting done. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so very cool. So uh, tell me a little bit about it. We'll wrap up here. Tell me a little bit about finally that, that national recognition you got last year with best food truck blog yeah um again mobile cuisine um mm-hmm. has this contest um every year and um basically 
I didn't even know about it, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, I actually got nominated by um, Not Just Icing, mm-hmm. one of the cupcake trucks here, as well as um, I think Soul Tacos kind of uh, put the nomination out there too as well and basically said, we want art to be, you know, recognized in a right. sense. And I was just like... Well, you know, that, that around the time that happened, I was just getting started, uh, not even... What was I recording? I don't even think I was recording episodes yet. I was just sort of staking people mm-hmm. out and stumbled across it. And it's not like... You got this award because there's so few food truck blogs. Out yeah, there. I mean there was a real push for you to win this thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean every every food truck blogger or every, every food truck in the area was basically saying, um, "Vote for art, vote yeah. for art, vote for art." And I thought, if if anything, if I came out of it and got nothing, like yeah. I, out of the top ten, I got tenth. I I, I thought I was a winner because sure. um, you know talking about being adopted into the food truck um, yeah. uh, culture. That came that that was there, right? The, you know, you could see there were food truck owners that was saying like, you know, art is one of us. Right. We want art to win, basically. So when if I came down and I won, it was just like a a, a great um experience, you know, to kind of say, hey, you know, you know, I have good quality here. Yeah. You know, so well, very cool. So now when you introduce yourself, do you introduce yourself as? Art Shepherd, and when people say, "What do you do, accountant?" or do you say, "Oh, I do the Wandering Shepherd food truck blog"? It, it depends and, on the situation. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> I would constantly be shouting, "Oh, award-winning blogger!" Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I guess a little bit part of it too is like I try to be a little bit modest. I mean, if it's if it, you know with you and I or you know friends stuff like that, I'd be a little bit like, "Yeah, uh, you know, you know who I am. I'm the uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm the, the food truck blogger. Yeah, I'm the Wandering Shepherd. I'm the local food truck blogger of the year, <laughs> type thing." Um, but in, in general, I just kind of like you know. I, it, it, it it's another part too it's like it's kind of like uh, crazy when you go to a food truck like um i, I don't know if jolie talked about this but uh when i first met them you mm-hmm. know the Moo, um i i showed up and i was just like hey you know i just want uh you know some chili cheese fries because i had ate somewhere and um I, but i really want to try the food and meet them right and so like you know they they you just took my order and stuff and then i said oh and by the way this is who i am you know i have like a sticker and like a business card mm-hmm. you know because i try to make it somewhat professional <laughs> and like she was like oh my god i thought it was you and it's like you know like there was like the star-studded moment and it's like it's reciprocal because yeah. like when i meet food truck you know food truck owners and they know who i am or even get to talk to them it's like i have that starry eyes too mm-hmm. like i'm like oh my god you know I'm, a, I'm such a big fan of your food and stuff yeah so that's like the really cool thing about it is is that um everyone's a fan of each other right you know Right, so. and, and that exists in the restaurant world too. You know, when I went to after I interviewed um, Jason when they were opening up Fair over mm-hmm. there in Cameron Village, um, you know, we had a, we had a good time, we had a good chat and everything. When I went back to finally try the place, you know, I took my wife and I took a friend from the station and her husband, and you know, he was coming out. Oh, I want you to try this. I want you to try this. And you know, you're like, oh, it's nice, but I'm I'm here to be a fan of you. Like at this point, you know, <laughs> let us heap praise on you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But it's kind of cool, though, in that sense that you get to try all these different sure. foods and stuff I mean, like that. And especially with other people outside of your area, they're like, oh, man, this guy really is somebody. Not only is it cool, it's also, like, completely counterintuitive to what you do. Because obviously we're doing this because we would like to have those experiences. Yeah. And then you get those experiences, you're like, no, that's not necessary. Knock that off. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, like, I think the hardest part now is, like, as the blog gets bigger and right. stuff like that. And, like, uh, I wouldn't say the notoriety, but it's, like, um, you, you lose those generic, uh, you know, those 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 genuine experiences. Yeah, where it's you like, know what? That's like going back to what we were talking about in the beginning with Greg Cox is 
you and, and me, we didn't pursue those from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So now it's not like, I mean, like Greg can't have a normal meal anymore. No. You know? uh, so, yeah, I mean, it sucks that you lose that like element of surprise in a sense. Yeah. But at the same time, you know what? You, you kind of knew what you were in for. This is kind of what you were going for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, a, a growing experience or learning as well, you know? Yeah, for sure. Well, Art, thanks a lot, man. Hey, thank you. episode by the way was uh the delphonics didn't i blow your mind this time because i just thought it felt right with Art's sort of mission to make sure everybody knows what is going on in the food truck world in the triangle so uh anyway that's why i chose that song so if you've listened to this show a lot you've heard me mention two things over and over again one my dad is a chef and i know you guys get sick of hearing that uh obviously this is the first time i'm talking to a lot of these chefs and restaurateurs and i'm just trying to explain to them uh where my background is with all of that the other thing you probably heard me mention a lot is that I am uh, back in school getting a, uh, a degree in hospitality. Uh, it is This semester has taken up so much time. Uh, I'm in four very, very involved classes. So that unfortunately means that spooning, it's not going away. It's just going to become a little bit more infrequent. So maybe we'll do like this. We'll do a run of episodes and then we'll take a week or two off, which is what's going to happen here uh, the next couple of weeks. I'll always give you guys some notice when it's uh, when a new episode is coming out. Go ahead and subscribe on iTunes if you haven't already, and that way whenever there is a new episode, it'll just pop right up in your feed. All right, guys, uh, thank you so much for listening this week, and we'll catch you real soon. Oh,